This is episode 57 of the Higher Christian Life broadcast, and my name is Steve McCraney. The Higher Christian Life is defined as a life of holiness, consecration, and victory over sin that is available to every Christian who fully surrenders themselves to Christ's Lordship and faith. It's considered higher because it transcends the defeat and constant struggle that plagues most of Christian living and reveals a new dimension of faith-filled living in the power of the Spirit. And it is characterized by six traits. One, a complete surrender and consecration to Christ. Two, death to self and sin through co-crucifixion with Christ. Three, being filled and empowered by the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Four, to live in the realm of having victory over the power of sin in your life. Five, experiencing deeper intimacy and fellowship with God. And finally, number six, having greater fruitfulness and power for ministry and service. But the question remains, how do we enter into this higher Christian life? What are the steps we must take to experience this abundant life that Jesus promised? These and other questions we'll answer today as we strive together to experience this higher Christian life. So let's jump right on in, shall we? Let's talk about something that has captivated believers for generations, and that's the higher Christian life. This term refers to a life of intimate fellowship with God that goes beyond the ordinary Christian experience. Popularized by 19th century revival and devotional preachers such as Andrew Murray, Oswald Chambers, and R.A. Torrey, and brought into Christian mainstream by the Keswick movement, this life is characterized by holiness, surrender, and a depth of relationship with God that taps into his supernatural power in ways seen in Scripture but seldom experienced in the contemporary church. And you know that's true. Today, I want to provide a biblical overview of the higher Christian life, what it looks like, how we enter into it, and then answer some common questions that often keep seeking believers from experiencing this abundant life Jesus promised, or what has been called the higher Christian life. My prayer is that this will inspire and equip you to experience the abundant life in Christ that he intended for each of us as believers. So what is the higher Christian life, or what's a good definition of it? Simply put, the higher Christian life is a life of holiness, consecration, and victory over sin that is available to every Christian who fully surrenders themselves to Christ's lordship and faith. It is considered higher because it transcends the defeat and constant struggle that plagues most of Christian living, and reveals a new dimension of faith-filled living and the power of the Spirit. Some key aspects of the higher Christian life include, one, a complete surrender and consecration to Christ. This means relinquishing our self-will and ambitions by surrendering every area of our life, our time, relationships, work, and resources, to Christ's complete control and lordship. Number two is death to self and sin through co-crucifixion with Christ. By reckoning or understanding that our old sinful nature was crucified with Christ, we are able to break sin's mastery in our lives. By faith, we count ourselves dead to sin's power and alive to God since our old self is crucified and dead and we now have new resurrected life in Christ. 
Number three, filled with an empowerment by the Holy Spirit. By praying for the Holy Spirit to fill us and take full control, and by depending on the Spirit's power to overcome sin, we then produce Christ-like character and are supernaturally equipped for ministry. The results? We are guided moment by moment and empowered by the Spirit as we yield to Him. Number four, victory over sin's power. Sin's mastery is broken because by faith, our old self is crucified with Christ and sin has no dominion in our lives. You find all of this in Romans chapter 6. Though temptations remain, we have spirit-given power to overcome anything our flesh or the enemy can throw our way. Number five, deeper intimacy and fellowship with God. We find our time in God's Word and prayer become sweeter as we relate to God more deeply. We desire to know Christ more as the Spirit reveals His presence and character in ways not known to us before, and as a result, our walk with Him is characterized by joyful obedience and not legalism. And finally, fruitfulness and power from ministry and service. Our energies go towards serving Christ wholeheartedly and caring for others rather than living selfish, self-consumed lives. We learn to depend on Christ working through us as we trust and abide in Him. In essence, the abundant life liberates us from defeat and brings new joy, passion, and power through our relationship and dependency on Christ. It is the normal Christian life as God designed it. So what are some of the benefits of this surrendered life? This intimate walk with God impacts every area of our life. As 19th century missionary Hudson Taylor said, quote, I have found that there are three stages in every great work of God. First, it is impossible. Then it is difficult. Then it is done. What seems impossible in our strength becomes real to us by surrendering our life to Christ and embracing His power within. It is often called full salvation or complete surrender. Theologians call it practical sanctification. Living the higher Christian life brings freedom from sinful habits and attitudes that previously felt unbreakable. Things that once caused irritation and resentment quickly lose their power. We become more loving, patient, kind, and self-controlled as a result. As Charles Finney said, it is, quote, dying to self and coming alive to Christ. Our marriages, families, and relationships are strengthened as we experience victories in ways previously unimaginable. Pioneer missionary C.D. Studd said it well, quote, If Jesus Christ be God and died for me, then no sacrifice can be too great for me to make for him. Serving God in our daily lives becomes natural and joyful rather than burdensome. We overflow with worship and praise as we fall deeply in love with Jesus, and walking faithfully with Christ fills our heart with inexpressible and glorious joy. When you compare this to our own experience with Christ, it's not hard to see why it's called the higher Christian life. Which brings us to the most important part. How do we enter into this? What are the steps for entering into this kind of life? Here are some key steps. Number one, you must admit your inability in your own strength through prayer. Prayers like, Lord, 
I confess I cannot conquer sin or live the Christian life by self-effort. I surrender my weakness and my failures to you. Express dependency in your prayer. This is a great starting point. Number two, you make a definite, complete surrender and consecration to Christ. Give him express lordship over every area of your life, your time, relationships, work, resources, and your future. Plead with Christ. Say, I surrender my entire life to you to do as you please. I no longer want to live for myself, but only for you. Number three, then claim the fullness and power of the Holy Spirit. Pray to be filled and empowered fully for God's service and yield to His control. Pray something like, Holy Spirit, I ask you to fill and empower me fully for your service. Take control of my life and then depend fully on the Spirit's power to do just that. Number four, you must reckon or consider yourself dead to sin and alive to Christ based on our co-crucifixion and resurrection with Him. This is from Romans 6.11. Thank God your old self has died and your new life is hidden with Christ. Then by faith, affirm sin's mastery over you is now broken forever. And number five, maintain daily surrender through ongoing prayer. Begin each day yielding and surrendering yourself completely to God for that day. Pray, Lord Jesus, I surrender myself this day to you. Have your way in my life today. And then choose to walk in continual dependence on the Spirit. Which brings us to this concept of walking in the newness of life. And, and what that means. The question we ask is, what changes practically in our daily experience when we enter into this higher Christian life by faith? Let me give you a few key implications. One, sin's mastery is broken and you count yourself dead to it daily. Though temptations still come, sin no longer has dominion over you. By continually identifying with Christ's death, Sin's grip is broken, and you gain new power through the Spirit to walk in obedience. Number two, you experience inward transformation as Christ's resurrection power works in you. Old habits and thought patterns begin to lose their hold as you are inwardly renewed. Relationships start to align more with God's kingdom values of love and holiness rather than selfishness. Your ethics and integrity reflect more of Christ's righteousness. And finally, your priorities shift from self-centeredness to glorifying God. Number three, obedience becomes joyful as you relate to God in a deeper way. Serving Christ is no longer drudgery, but delight. Legalistic striving fades, being replaced by freely flowing intimacy with Christ. Prayer becomes a lifeline rather than a duty, and digging into God's Word fuels your spirit like never before. Finally, you bear spirit-empowered fruit for God as you rest and abide in Christ. Instead of anxiety and fruitless striving, you experience new effectiveness and fruitfulness in life and ministry. Gifts flourish. You depend on Christ's life in you to reach others, to disciple others, and to advance God's kingdom. And your fear gives way to boldness. Understand this. This does not mean you've reached perfection. 
temptations, failures, frustrations, and trials will come. But you now have resurrection power and victory available to weather the storms of life differently than before. The Spirit empowers you now, moment by moment. In essence, the higher Christian life transforms your daily experience by breaking sin's power, renewing your mind, producing intimacy with Christ, and allowing you to bear new fruit through dependence on the indwelling Spirit. It brings radical new freedom. Which brings us to our last topic, and that's questions that people have about this higher Christian life. And sometimes it's these questions that keep people from embracing it. So let me just run through a couple of them in closing. First, what does it mean that we are co-crucified with Christ? Which is a great question. What it means is more than just agreeing doctrinally that Christ died for us. It means our old sinful self was crucified with him. And as we identify with Christ's death by faith, We experience inwardly a death to our old sinful habits and desires. It's a transformation that takes place inside. Sin's mastery is broken in our lives, and we are now, probably for the first time, able to live a consistent life of holiness to Him. Next question. What are the implications of being united with Christ? Well, the implications are profound. For starters, sin no longer defines us. We are freed from sin's tyranny as resurrection power operates within us. We count ourselves dead to sin and alive to God daily by faith in what Christ has accomplished on our behalf already. And now, sin loses its grip on us as we live out our new identity in Christ. What does walking in the newness of life mean on a practical level? Answer. Practically, it means Christ's resurrection power, which resides in you, transforms everything in your life, your relationship, your ethics, your habits, your character, everything. As we now are free to live and honor God because of this transformation, our godly patterns begin to lose sway and the fruits of the Spirit develop and our energies now are devoted to advancing God's kingdom rather than our own self-interest. It's truly a picture of a supernatural life. And with all its benefits, the next question is this, can this life, this experience ever be lost? In a word, oh, absolutely. The abundant life or the higher Christian life is maintained by ongoing surrender, faith, and obedience. You can lose it by taking your focus off Christ and failing to walk in step with the Spirit. Therefore, continually yielding to the Spirit is essential for maintaining the higher Christian life. Another question, is this way of living only for, quote, super saints? No, it's for every believer, including you, who totally surrenders to Christ's lordship. It is not a higher class of Christianity, but this abundant life Jesus promised is intended as the normal Christian life for anyone who yields fully to the Spirit. Therefore, it all depends on you. So yield to him today and begin experiencing this fullness of the higher Christian life. Finally, a question people ask, doesn't this lead to pride and perfectionism? And the answer is simply this, it shouldn't. 
if it's properly understood. This life depends completely on Christ and the Spirit, leaving no room for pride. The focus is consecration, not perfection. Therefore, just like everything else in the Christian life, humility and faith are key. In summary, the higher Christian life is a life of intimacy, fruitfulness, and victory available to every believer through full dependence on Christ and surrender to the Holy Spirit. It liberates us from sin's power and unlocks the supernatural promises of Scripture. May God give us grace as we surrender to the abundant life He intended for us in Christ. Which brings us to the next step. If you're ready to leave spiritual defeat behind, then take time to prayerfully process the truths we've shared here. Ask the Lord to show you any areas in your life that you are not fully surrendered to Him. And as you take steps of faith to yield to Christ's complete control in your life, trust the Holy Spirit's empowering presence to make this new life in you real. Remember, you were created for so much more than constant struggle, up and down, a seesaw kind of life. God longs for you to experience the higher Christian life of intimacy with Him and to have victory over sin. So why don't you begin that journey of surrender today? Until next time.